Hello, and welcome to the very first episode of See What We See with Lauren and Martin. My name is Lauren Cashin. I'm the Executive Director of the Ontario Optician Association, and I'm here with my co-host, Martin LeBeau, Deputy Executive Director of the Ontario Opticians Association. Martin, why don't you tell everybody a little bit about See What We See has to offer. Absolutely, Lauren. Hi, everybody. See What We See is a podcast series dedicated to bringing you, the listeners, uh, an optician's perspective on vision care and how it fits in your broader healthcare. We'll do this by interviewing thoughtful leaders, both in opticianry and other healthcare professions. Uh, if you're an optician, a healthcare professional, or just somebody that's interested in improving your eye health, this podcast is for you. As the Deputy Executive Directors of the Ontario Optician Association, I speak on our behalf and our members and other opticians across the province as saying that we are truly are on the front line of vision care and that we make your vision our life's work. We hope that you enjoy listening to this series as much as we enjoy bringing it to you. So Lauren, what are we going to be talking about today? Well, as you all know, May is Vision Month. It's a month where we take a little bit of extra time to talk about our vision. Because, you know, vision is really connected to our overall health and vice versa. So later this month, we will be having a couple of topics that will address how our overall health impacts our vision. You know, when I think about my 47 years of being in the industry, I've been very fortunate to speak with opticians right across Canada and the passion that they show when they're bringing vision to their patients, it really shows. So I have to agree with you, as you said, opticians truly are the front line of vision care. Martin, uh, I see we have a guest here today. Today, I'm happy to say that we are joined by Catherine Shan, uh, opticianry student at Seneca College. Catherine has been a standout student. Uh, she's gearing up to be another prominent member of the front line of vision care. Catherine, happy to have you here today. Thank you so much, Martin. Happy to be here. Well, thank you. Uh, if you don't mind, I'm asking to ask you a couple of questions. The first one everybody wants to know is, what made you want to get into opticianry? Well, you see, Martin, this is actually not my first time around the block. I'm a little bit older than your 17, 18-year-old, uh, freshly going into college. I hold an honors bachelor of science and biomedical science from the University of Ottawa. And like every other little girl, and particularly Asian little girls, I wanted to be a doctor. But the more I explored that program, the more I realized that it just wasn't quite for me. I felt like the current approach to, to medicine that medical doctors take was a little too removed from the patient care, the individual one-on-one -on -one aspect. And I began exploring alternative career options that might give me that. And I landed in opticianry. And I certainly don't regret it. Oh, good. Well, then that leads me to my second question. Um, I might know the answer about that already, but let's see. So there's so many different aspects of opticianry. Is there a particular area of opticianry that really piqued your curiosity and you're going to want to focus on going forward? Of course, and certainly I think the answer to my first question touched on it, but um, that was what I liked most going in. And I think that now I'm done all of my classes. 
Um, but of course, graduation is delayed due to COVID-19. Nonetheless, I'm done all my classes. And what I like most is truly how connected we are, how opticians, optometrists, and ophthalmologists all really want to work together for the benefit of the patient. Because I think in a lot of other fields of healthcare, it's very divisive. It's very, I will care for you so long as it is within the strictly what is my scope of, my scope of practice. Um, and as soon as you exceed it, even by a little margin, then you're off to someone else and I may never see you again. And I love and have the utmost respect for the opticians that I've had the honor of working with, such as Lauren, um, but also the optometrists and ophthalmologists that I've met, how receptive they've been to me, how welcoming and helpful and encouraging to me, that means a lot. And it's something I'm proud to be a part of. Oh, great. Um, so the next one, you touched on COVID-19 a little <laughs> bit and you said you're done school. So obviously you're just probably waiting to do your exams. And we just learned that unfortunately the exam has been delayed a little bit. Um, how does that affect you and how are you going to go forward with all this? Well, uh, it was rattling. Um, of course, not uh, not going to lie. Um, being of Asian descent and having a lot of family back home in Asia, I think I had a bit of a heads up on the situation before a lot of people here. Um, and I anticipated that something like this was going to happen. Um, it's unfortunate. It, it sucks. It sucks. Not going to lie. But, you know, the whole world is affected. And I think I'm really proud of how Canadians and Ontarians are really trying to pull through together and to work together, support one another. Um, and I just want to do my part in social distancing, flattening the curve, whatever we can do. Um, and when we're ready to pick back up, then I will be first in line for NACOR. Great. Thank you very much, Catherine, for Thank taking you. the time to be with us today. It's great to get to meet you and uh, get to know you a little bit and uh, really looking forward to connect with you some more in the future. Thanks again. Likewise. Thank you. Take care. Thanks, Catherine and Martin. That was great. Great. Uh, what's the future of opticianry? You know, I've been thinking about that, obviously, for many years, and always optimistic, still am. I think opticians play a really big role, but this COVID-19 thing, it really has to make us rethink our future. We have to really look at the journey the patient travels when they come into our dispensaries for new eyewear. We're going to have to look at how do we keep ourselves and our patients safe? How do we shorten up the time? How do we take care of the frames they're trying on? Disinfecting protocols, social distancing. When will, when will we go back to normal? And as they keep saying the catchphrase, it's not going back to normal. It'll be back to a new normal. But I've got to say that opticians were resilient. I believe that uh, we have touched on tele-opticianry, and we just have to look to it a little further. We have to use technology to help us in our dispensing and how we take care of our patients. So I think the future is still bright. I think we have to be a little more innovative, and I think opticians will rise to the task. What do you think, Martin? Well, I think those are all great things. Um, maybe that brings us to next week's podcast. Uh, we'll be touching on the five-year strategic plan that the World Health Organization laid out to improve global uh, vision care and how Canadian opticians played a part into that plan. Did it work? We'll discuss the uh, objectives and principles uh, next week with a special guest. Thanks, Lauren. Thank you, Martin. So that wraps up 
this first edition of See What We See with Lauren and Martin. Thank you for listening to See What We See with Lauren and Martin. Follow us on our social media platforms. Facebook and LinkedIn, you can find us at Ontario Opticians Association. On Twitter, we are at OOA underscore Frontline. And on Instagram, we're Ontario Opticians Association. And that's all one word. We'd like to thank the Optical Group for sponsoring this week's podcast. And we look forward to seeing you again on See What We See with Lauren and Martin. Take care and stay safe.